Welcome to another episode of Red Flags and Rosé. Yeah, another week. No dollars, though. No dollars made. Yeah, (laughs) next to none. We're still broke as fuck. Um, I'm Kaylee. I'm Megan. And we're so excited that you're here today. We have some interesting stuff to discuss, but as usual, we're going to catch up on our week a little bit. So tell me about your week, Megan. Um, My week started out terribly, actually. (laughs) Good to hear. I was very depressed. Um, I don't really know why. Just felt kind of lost. We know why. We know why, but we can't really talk about it yet. Yet. Give me a week. Next week. Um, But I'm feeling better. And I can't talk about one thing that happened that's good. Austin got a new job. So he's been really working hard the past couple months to, you know, get in. He's going to be a firefighter. And uh, Maisie said, Mama... Crazy. That was this afternoon. I know. Oh my gosh. I was teared up. I really looked at her. I probably scared her. She won't say it again. <laughs> the negative reinforcement. I was like, like so yes! She's like, Mama? Oh my God. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Tears, you know. Yeah. She probably won't. Um, but that's about it. Um, we're going to go get some cheese conies after this. Yeah, she's trying to wrap things up right now because... <laughs> Skyline. I'm about it all day. It's their 35th anniversary, um, so they're having ten conies for 1987. Yes. yes. By the time you hear this, too mm-hmm. fucking late. Sorry. I mean, yes, <laughs> but honestly, that's probably for your benefit because I can't imagine that we're going to be anything other than miserable after we do this. Yes. Um, maybe I'll and vlog I, the experience, and I have to get into a bathing suit tomorrow. It's fine. You know, sometimes you feel skinnier the day after you carb load. That's true. So. Hot dog load, though. I don't know. Lots of bread and cheese and chili. (laughs) I've never had Skyline. Like, (laughs) I had it when I was going into sixth grade, and I don't recall enjoying it. But I had, I think, like, the chili with spaghetti. Yeah, you had that three-way. Um, but I do love no. Coney dogs. Anytime I go to Sonic, it's my go-to. I get the foot-long Coney. Oh my gosh. These so are little bomb. chodes. Yeah, they're um, thick boys with a lot of cheese. good as hell. Yeah, I'll definitely vlog the experience because <laughs> we're about to be miserable. I already know it. Uh, it's fine. And then, you know, who knows? I might stop for ice cream after. Really get my lactose intolerant up. Hey, listen. <laughs> If there is one thing I've learned about myself, I have always got room for something sweet. Because <laughs> you have two stomachs. I mean, well, we learned about this in neuroscience and it made me feel a little better. Um, it's like some kind of satiation. So like <laughs> you, you feel full from like the savory. Uh-huh. And then afterwards you still like when you're thinking about the sweet stuff, that part of you is not satiated yet. So <laughs> she's like, we got room. Yeah, for I'll sure. just push this to the side right now. <laughs> Um, um, then other than that, just want to talk about Sam Smith's new song came out today. Okay. Um, what's it called? It's a little too close to home. It's called love me more. Oh, and I'm just going to read the chorus to you. I don't know that I want to hear it. You do want to hear it. Okay. 
It's good. You don't ever feel this way about yourself. So. Oh, okay. 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 So he's not saying you need to love me more. He's talking about you, like me needing to love me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so just the chorus is, have you ever felt like being somebody else, feeling like the mirror isn't good for your health? Every day I'm trying not to hate myself, but lately it's not hurting like it did before. Maybe I'm learning how to love me more. I bet you cried when you heard that. I did. 100%. <laughs> I'm trying not to tear up right now because that. Yeah. This is very good. And he like makes it upbeat. So like. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good song. Yeah. It's not like a it sad is. like. No, yeah, no, no. Good. You need Literally, that right now. And I, I love feel like Sam that's Smith, so. the perfect thing to like listen to as you're on this journey of figuring yourself out. And yeah. I'm proud of you. You posted those pictures. I did. I didn't want to, but I know you didn't, but you looked beautiful in the, everybody in the comments, Austin's aunt, that made me, oh my God. I know. His aunt commented and was like, motherhood is so becoming on you. Like, and it is, it's like I said in the episode where you talked about the ultimatum, nobody's looking at you like you're looking at you and Mm -hmm. you know that for a fact because you don't look at other people the way that you look at yourself and you don't think that way about people and the people who are thinking that way are miserable because you have to think when we are feeling our most fulfilled happy selves mm-hmm. we don't pick people apart in fact i feel like i build people up more when i'm in my element and i'm feeling yeah. good about myself i'm not looking to pull other people down mm-hmm. i'm looking at them and being more understanding if they're quirky or things that would have mm-hmm. annoyed me maybe when i was down i'm like being more accepting Except because for you me. don't want people talking shit about you. No, you don't. When you leave the room. So you start to, it's it's like the quote that we used to always say, hating hoes ain't happy and happy hoes ain't hating. And it is very true. And it helps you when people talk shit because you're like, I'm on an elevated plane, bitch. Like you can keep <laughs> on hating because. It's true. I'm a happy hoe right now. Yep. Can't get me. I'm going to the gym, the actual gym, Okay. tomorrow for the first time in about a year and a half. Yes, ma'am. I am scared. Don't be. <laughs> Just remember not to have expectations. You go That's hard. and do what you can. I understand. I know. But the only way to keep yourself from not wanting to go yeah. is to go in and realize it's been a year and a half. And I'm not going to push myself like I probably would have before. Yeah. Like push myself enough to where I feel worked out, but not to where I am going to die. Mm-hmm. And has it really day. only been a year and a half? Maisie's almost one. Did you go when you were pregnant? I went for a little bit. Yeah. I did like small things. Yeah. Oh, uh, so you're probably trying to be like Katie Hearn. You're like, I'm going to stay in the gym this pregnancy. And then the pregnancy <laughs> started kicking your ass and you're like. Yeah, but well, let me tell you something. I'm going to get my ass in shape. Mm-hmm. And when we have a second kid, I will be in the you gym every day. Yeah, <laughs> and it helps you. I've heard that people that work out a lot um, and keep up with the fitness while they're pregnant have amazingly yep. great labors. Yep. 100%. Which speaks to what your body's supposed to be doing when yep. you're treating it well. Um, so I would hope that you're able to um, and that you have a boy, so the pregnancy is a little bit easier on you. <laughs> <laughs> Same. But supposedly the second girl is not supposed to be terrible. Okay. So I don't know many people that have had multiple girls. Everybody in my family's 
pretty mm-hmm. much just one girl each. My mom. Yeah. Three. I was the worst, so that was karma. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but how was your week? It was also hellish, but <laughs> um, it was my last week at my job that I've been at on and off, mostly on at for 11 years. Yay. Um, bittersweet, definitely, but um, we're very understaffed right now. So we were getting our asses kicked literally every day, and it was more sweet than bitter at the end. But then I started feeling a different way that I've never felt before, where it I just really felt bad leaving mm-hmm. them because I'm like, what is this going to be like when I'm not here? But I talked to my general manager who uh, left. He moved uh, horizontally in the company yeah, into a new position, and he's like... It's not your problem anymore to worry about how things are going there. And next week, you can't think about how things are going. Like, you just need to focus on you and your Mm -hmm. new job. He's like, do you think it's easy for me to leave? I'm like, no. Um, So I'm going to keep that in mind. And Yeah, you got to be able to leave it alone pretty much. And, like, even today, they were really short-staffed and... I was done with my orders and it was quarter till 12 and like it's about to be lunchtime and I usually stay in help and I looked at them and I was like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I really don't feel like doing this today. Mm -hmm. And they were like, go like we've been through worse. Like it's fine. And just seeing that they were okay and they nobody held like a grudge or anything. Super nice. But this morning when I walked in, I really didn't expect anything. Um, But I walked in and they had like a balloon arrangement at my station and they had like little hats for us to wear. They had sombreros <laughs> and cowboy hats. They were little mini ones that had like a little strap on them. They're so cute. I um, will be getting some for Maisie's birthday. I actually took them. Did I have, you? I have like six of them that you can have. Oh, sweet. Um, but it was just nice and I felt really appreciated. One of the girls got me a cookie cake from Insomnia Cookie. Someone else got me a half dozen donuts. Like, they have a card for me. Another person brought in, like, candles and stuff to put on my new desk. Like, it was just nice. Made me feel really appreciated. Um, But the thing that was the best about this week was that even though it was shitty, um, and I found myself getting frustrated or being upset, Mm -hmm. but I've been putting into practice for the past couple of weeks uh, being more present and mindful Um, and I've really noticed a huge impact on how I handle things now. Um, I'm able to talk myself down a lot easier. I'm like, okay, is it worth getting this frustrated? Mm -hmm. Like, is this actually something that needs this much attention right now? Or are you hyper fixating? Mm -hmm. You know, just being aware of me having a short fuse. So when I'm stuck in traffic, instead of being pissed, just being in traffic because where am I going? I'm going home. Like, yeah, there's no need to be pissed or rushed. Like it's okay. And it was just nice to have that frustration leave me sooner Mm -hmm. than it used to, um, because I'm able to check myself. Yeah. Um, but today we'll be talking about being more present. Um, And if you listen to the listener episode, 
we did talk a bit about this. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much. We're going to kind of dive in deeper because someone asked us how to not want to escape your life. And we were talking about how you have to tackle your issues and anything that you're wanting to run from, you have to face. And I feel like part of being present, you get that gift. Yeah. And it makes it easier. And I feel like this is a very small example, but today I'm off work on Fridays and I woke up on my own, unfortunately, to pee at like 4.45, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the puppy, Austin had already gone because he was going to the gym and then going straight to work. So the puppy was in her crate and she was whining. And I could feel myself getting annoyed. But then I was like, why? Why, why does that annoy me? You know? So then I was just said, fuck it. I'm going to get my Kindle. I took the puppy out, I went pee, and then I literally read, I finished A Court of Thorns and Roses this morning, um, and I had three hours to myself, you know, and I just took it in, Maisie woke up, the dog and cat got into a fight, not really, they play, play fight but decided to take it up on the end table next to the couch and knock over my whole vase of flowers and water. (laughs) It was very, I almost lost it, but I looked at Maisie and she just laughed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Even though I didn't want to clean it up, but I was like, was it going to take a towel? You know? Yeah. So I think just looking at stuff like that, Mm-hmm. And not letting it get to you helps your day. Yes. A lot more. It really does. So, I mean, and we talked about this earlier this week too. Um, last week, we talked about how you were going to try to be more present because mm-hmm. I was talking to you about how much of a difference I've seen. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, like I really need to start because we've talked about it a lot. And um, I know. It's just so tough when you feel like you're not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of coming into yourself and figuring out who you are leads you to being more present because you have to fight to heal your inner child um, and do a lot of trauma work, really, to get to even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um But you connect with yourself and you start to realize what makes you happy. And this is what we talked about this week, too, because you're like, I want to do something meaningful with my life and I want to do all of these things. And I'm like, okay, well, what can you implement in your free Mm -hmm. time? And what's so hard is when you're down and you don't feel good about your life and you're sad, you're like, I don't have time for this. I don't I don't have time for anything extra. I didn't. But the thing is that you do. You always have time to either step away from the busyness and connect Mm -hmm. with yourself or find a way to fill that space with something that makes you more present. Our problem is we truly do not realize how much time we're wasting dissociating from our life on TikTok, watching TV instead of actually like some people do need that to decompress and like Mm -hmm. 
But I, I can guarantee there are so many people who feel like they don't have any time to go to the gym because we all do this. Mm-hmm. Go to the gym. You know, if you want to start crocheting, pick up a hobby, mm-hmm. you know, start collecting something, something that fills you up. You have that space. You're just not connected enough with yourself and looking at your life enough mm-hmm. to make that change. Well, I know. And on top of that, so like with the gym. I used to make time for an hour and a half, two hours a day, a day. And I would take like the weekends off because I wanted to. And I would be like, well, I can watch my shows there if I'm on the Stairmaster or whatever. Mm -hmm. I usually don't just because I like music better. Um, But that was the thinking I had. So then like this week I was talking um, to Austin and I was just like, why don't I give myself the time? To go. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's more of just me being uncomfortable with the change. Exactly. And not wanting to be bad at yes. the gym again. You don't want to. I don't want to start over. Yes, because you were really <laughs> fit at one point. Yeah. So it's hard to not be at that level again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's just so hard to look at the life you have and take responsibility for you being why you're unhappy. Yeah. It's very hard to look in the yes. mirror and be like, bitch, this is what you can't blame doing. anybody else. Yes. It's you, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know that you are the reason why you're in the situation you're mm-hmm. in. And that's why I've just let you have it, you know, because you told me you're like, I don't have space for anything. And I'm like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in that mindset, you don't. And it takes that shift, mm-hmm. finally understanding that you are the only person that can change your day to day. You're the only person that can figure out what is wrong, like at your core, mm-hmm. what is going on that I can change to shift my mindset. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, and this is part of being friends with people is you have to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. You can't get frustrated. You can't force someone to see something differently. Mm-hmm. And knowing from experience you genuinely that's just where you were yeah but we figured it out and i can't wait to share with you guys like all in like a day (laughs) literally it all it took was her calling me and me giving her this push i'm like you know what you want because she kept saying she doesn't and i'm like Mm -hmm. i know what you want so i know you do and we walked through it so we'll give you guys that full story probably in next week's episode Mm -hmm. but Becoming more in tune with your wants and needs is such a key to moving in the right direction. And it's really the first step Um, because how many times I have been in such a brain fog and I haven't realized I'm dehydrated because Mm -hmm. I don't realize how much I'm drinking. I'm not paying attention to the fact that I'm dehydrated and only peeing twice a day. I'm not paying attention to the fact that I haven't washed my face in three days because that three days is just a blur. It's just a blur that you're trying to get through. Mm-hmm. You're not listening to your body's needs. How long have you, I been feeling sick? How long has my back been hurting? You're literally just living to survive the day. Yep. And then when you finally get in tune with yourself, I remember texting you the day that I felt like my brain fog lifted. I could have cried. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely wanted to break down into tears because... I felt so in tune with myself for the first time in probably years, honestly. 
I'm slowly getting there. Not really with the brain fog, but like getting in tune with myself. Um, more on like the spiritual journey. And I think I'm at the crossroads of like, I know what I want. And I actually think I shared it on my Instagram today on my story where it was just like, I do know what I want. And when I start changing, this is your warning, you know. Unapologetically living for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. And then I still go back and forth in my head. I'm like, oh, I don't want to not hurt people's feelings. Or it's more of like being judged for how I am or how I want to be, how I want to live my life. But um, after last night and today... It was very eye-opening to where, like, me just being honest with what I want and you get very good feedback. Mm-hmm. And you'll learn that the people that shoot you down or try to bring you down don't give a fuck about what you want. No, they don't. Or support you. They don't. And um, when we were on the phone... Um I feel like this fits here perfectly. We were talking about Brene Brown. Yeah. And she was talking about how when her kids were growing up, she taught them about how some people are candle blower outers. And she taught them how to not be. Mm -hmm. And so a candle blower outer is the type of person who it's like the kid that wants to blow out the candle at your birthday and it's your birthday party yeah, or open your presents. So they see that you have a light that's shining really bright mm-hmm. and they just want to blow that candle out because they're miserable. They're not happy with where they're at. They see that you're making moves and they want to be that way, but they mm-hmm. don't know how. And we've all been a candle blower outer at some point. Oh, yeah. Because you're not happy and you see someone else and you're like, I don't want to hear about you making more money than me. I don't want to hear about you being successful. I don't want to hear about your relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, you just want to like cut down, cut down, cut down. And I was telling Megan, it is so important, especially in this stage where we're trying to develop ourselves to surround ourselves with people who protect our flame. Yep. And that's very few (laughs) people. I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, most everything that parents or even just the older generation has said, most things, mm-hmm. about just, like, knowing who your friends are, you're going to learn who, you know, you need in your life. Your circle gets small when you get old. Yeah, <laughs> your circle gets very small. There's very few people that are actually going to be genuinely happy for you and what you do with your life. Mm-hmm. There will, but, but it's, all that matters yeah. is how you feel. Yeah, better to have four quarters than 100 pennies. Yeah. So, it, and I used to be sad about that, but it yeah, it's so much better to have people who are actually in your corner. It's well, I think that comes from our uh, people pleasing. Mm-hmm. It does. Which is like, I feel like it's kind of a trauma response in a way where it's just like, I need to be liked by everyone. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't everyone like me? But then now as you're older, you're like, I don't care. Yeah. And you it's like, like me or not. I don't like <laughs> a lot of people, but I'm not going to like ruin their life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I think we can roll into somebody that I was reading about and Megan was mm-hmm. as well. His name's Eckhart Tolle. 
And a lot of you probably know who he is or have heard things about him. Um, But basically, his major teachings are on inner peace and true happiness. Um, He has some amazing, amazing quotes and takes. um, And he has a book called The Power of Now, which I really want to read. Um, Right now, I'm trying to implement reading a nonfiction and a fiction book um, kind of intermittently like um, so right now I'm reading Atomic Habits. I just got I, that. I've actually had it since the pandemic um, when I started reading a lot when I was working from home. But it's been it's just been on my shelf because mm-hmm. I haven't really been reading. And when I am reading, I'm kind of wanting to read something fictional to like get into. Yeah. Um, so that's my nonfiction right now. And then my fiction is A Court of Thorn and Roses, which I'm still on like page 35. So I got to get on that. But this week's just been really crazy. Yeah. Um, but he has some great points about being present that I just wanted to share. And then we, I picked uh, five quotes from him that we're just going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was my favorite one <laughs> where he says, realize that the only moment you have right now is the present moment. You don't have your past, you don't have your future, you're only living in the now. Mm -hmm. Like, you're never guaranteed to make it to tomorrow. So when you're thinking, oh, I'll just go to the gym tomorrow. Oh, I'll just start that diet on Monday. Oh, I'll just do this. It's like, why not now? Mm -hmm. Like, what is going to change about your life tomorrow that is going to make you fit this any better into your day? Nothing. No. Because then when that comes around, you're like, oh. I'm going to put it off again. It's a mindset and thing. Again, it is. And it's definitely discipline over motivation because you're never going to want to get up at 4.30 in the morning no. to go to the gym. No. You're never going <laughs> to want to meal prep or, you know, it's mm-hmm. you have to start doing things that you want to get done because it is what you need to do. Yeah. Because I could have, you know been like oh i'll do the dishes tomorrow me and then really stressed myself out tomorrow when we have Maisie swim and we have yard work and like all this stuff and then i would have been really pissed if i Mm -hmm. you know would have woken up and still had to do the dishes yeah well i'm like you have all day today megan Uh uh-huh it's like all day and then tomorrow you're like you were literally off all day yesterday (laughs) and you didn't fucking do this and then also if you would have been at work and Austin was off today and you came home to a oh, sink full of dishes, like 100%. really, after work all day, I got to come <laughs> home and see this shit, you know? He was joking with me today, actually, because I texted him and I was like, I'm trying to clean as much as I can, but I'm telling you, when your babies start moving, y'all, plus puppies, mm-hmm. it doesn't stay fucking clean. Like I did. I cleaned up the toys, the shoes, like all this stuff, and... After I vacuumed, it's just, here's the shoes, here's the toys between all of them. So Austin came to the door, and he was like, hmm, so glad I got to come home to a clean house. I was like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Of course he's kidding, because he knows I tried, because I texted him. But the dishes were done, and the plants were watered. That's all that matters. I mean... uh, I did some laundry. You tried. (laughs) I did. And it's like... It's clean underneath of that mess because it's just little things. So, 
you feel better even when there is clutter because there's you're not going to be able to escape no. that. But I feel like um, we are just our own worst enemies when it comes to changing our lives, mm-hmm. um, doing anything different at all, yeah. because we just make excuses. And you would think, after having a kid, change would not be scary anymore, because that's probably one of the biggest changes that can happen in your fucking life. Did yeah. you just look at the camera? He did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to look back and see if he actually made dead eye contact because I'm pretty sure he just looked up at the camera after he threw the ball on the floor. Okay. And he's side-eyeing me right now. Okay, anyways. Um, but, again, with the making excuses, I feel like I'm the queen of this because I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. I don't, I'm getting up early. Oh my God. My dog is literally like throwing the ball so he can play just to like (laughs) try to get me to pay attention to him. But, um, I always made the excuse of just being so worn out from work, which I had a stupid schedule for over a year where it was just hard not to be burnt out. But I was sitting here talking to Megan about how I needed to start doing yoga because I'm telling you all, once you hit a certain point in your 20s, your body is not the same. You have to stretch just to have a daily range of motion, like not even like (laughs) to go run or do anything. It is genuinely just Mm -hmm. to have a day without pain. You need to be stretching. So I'm like, ooh, I should implement yoga. But then I go and I look at like the beginner videos to get me into it. It's like 45 minutes. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then I'm like, I don't have time for this. I do. I'm on TikTok. Like, um, but for like you have hours. to think of it too. Is like the reason why it's so long is because you truly are doing the certain stretches for a long period of time. Yeah. So it's not just like, but some of them are fucking hard. We they stretch are. every day at work because mm-hmm. we have some yogis. Um, and I'm telling you, we do it every day, and I still. I'm so fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh my God, I needed this. Yeah. I mean, fucking worked out. It's just stretching. I know. And I'm going to start trying because what I've been doing is um, anytime I'm sitting and watching videos, I just stretch on the floor. Mm-hmm. Try to get myself in the mindset of like, you know, this is what I'll start doing. Um, but Eckhart Tolle has some methods for mindfulness okay. for all of us that tend to make like all of the excuses (laughs) in the world for like, I don't have time to be mindful or to sit and meditate and connect with myself. My cat needs cuddles. Like I have to go walk my turtle, like just (laughs) anything you can think of to get out of it. But he gives these and it's like, yeah, I could make excuses, but when you think about it, no, you can't. (laughs) It's like, these are so simple Mm -hmm. and it's like five, 10 minutes, not anything crazy. And he suggests that you take yourself out of the busyness, Mm -hmm. take away people, distractions, your phone and just be, which I know some people are single parents and that makes it all the more difficult, but hopefully you have like that time when they go to bed earlier than you Mm -hmm. just take that time to just 
unwind. Sit with yourself. And do this. Um, but he says to sit upright. Just make sure you're sitting in a chair and you relax your body. So you want your spine to be upright and then you just release all the tension that you're carrying. Because how many times have you like zoned in and you're clenching your jaw, you're holding your breath, mm-hmm. your shoulders are up, like you're just so That's tense. That's why I have a hunchback. I mean, 100% of the reason why I have a hunchback is because on my phone like this, one, but two, I've made food for years and I'm like constantly <laughs> bent over. It's awful. Um, but then he says, focus attention on your breathing. So feeling your lungs fill up with the air and then expelling the air, like just mm-hmm. focusing on your breath and not allowing your mind to race, thinking about oh my God, I have to do this afterwards. Mm -hmm. I have to, like, you just need to be with yourself at that moment. And then this is something that my therapist actually told me to do to ground myself um, when I'm having anxiety. Get into accepting the world for what it is at that moment. Use your five senses, your touch, your smell, your sight. So what are you seeing right now? What are you feeling right now? Like Very hard for me. Yes. It is tough, yeah. but being able to presently acknowledge where you are, it helps you connect more and brings you back from that dissociation mm-hmm. where you're just totally checked out. See, I was told when I was about to pass out that that's what you should do. No. And that is not... No, that's not helpful because your anxiety is way too high at that point. This, to me, is more of when you are zoned out and yeah. you're coming back in. And you're, like, trying to calm yourself down. Um, Because for me, my anxiety, especially when I'm driving or at many points in the day, is because I'm dissociated. Mm -hmm. And then I come back into my head and I'm like, fuck, I'm alive right now. Like, holy shit, I'm at work. Like, I've been literally working for hours, just totally checked out and then Mm -hmm. come back into myself. And I'm like, have anxiety because I'm like. How the fuck am I, like, a person? It's so weird. (laughs) And I actually saw a TikTok about it where um, it's, like, the trend that's going on right now with the... um, It's, like, aren't you worried he's talking to other girls? And (laughs) she's literally... The next clip is her looking in the mirror, and she's, like, holy fuck, I'm a human. Like, (laughs) that's me all the time. I'm, like, how am I alive right now? I feel that way when I'm driving. See? I'm, like... Yes. Don't know how we got here, but that 20-minute drive went by real fucking quick. Well, and, and that's just part of, like, your mind trying to make shortcuts. And mm-hmm. so don't freak out too much about, like, that. But when I'm on the highway for, like, a road trip. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, and I come back into my body, and I'm like, I can't feel my toes. It's like we talked about. Like, I'm like, I can't <laughs> move my feet, even though I can. So um, something I've do is keep something that I can like put in between my fingers or I touch my nail Mm -hmm. to my fingertips so I'm like okay you can feel your extremities like calm down breathe Mm -hmm. and then coming back into my body um but that's kind of what he recommends is just accept where you are in this moment um and then close your eyes and focus on your energy so releasing all of the bad feelings And just feeling almost like there's a light around you. This is my favorite thing when I'm meditating. Mm -hmm. Just close your eyes and feel like warmth. 
like focus until you feel like you're vibrating on a higher plane Mm -hmm. and you're just calling in all of this good energy. That's when I really know that I'm connected with myself is when I'm really focused and I feel a warmth. So it's different for everybody. Yeah, I've tried to meditate. doesn't work. Doesn't well, work. maybe if you try these tips, it will. I'll try. Aiden I think tried. it's getting out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, we had a hypnotist come to our work I can't meeting. be hypnotized. So nobody got hypnotized. <laughs> Dang, that sucks for him. But one girl played it off very, very well. She pretended. I think she was Ugh. in it for a minute, but I mean, I think she felt bad. So I get she that she went you with feel it. bad, but I know um, that's cringy to me. But she, she deserves an award, bro. She did fantastic. But anyways, I tried while I was sitting in the audience, not really to be hypnotized, but just following him, and he was like. Stare off, work on your breathing, mm-hmm. clear your head. That's hard. It is. <laughs> Why can't you be it hypnotized? takes practice. I mean, it's just because I can't lose myself while someone else is talking to me, like in mm. a group setting like that. I feel like it might be control problems where I just don't want to give that up mm-hmm. with my mind. Um, it's only, I've only experienced it one time, but. It didn't work for me. So, I mean, I'm sure high somebody school, right? could. Yeah. At our high school graduation. Did you get, did you get called up? I got uh, picked from the crowd to sit in the group, but then he picked me out. I don't remember that. Yeah. He sent me back. Um, oh. Yeah. So I couldn't. He, like, immediately picked me out to go sit, which was weird because I had my eyes closed still and he could tell. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. That guy was good. He was really good. He had these people acting a damn fool. <laughs> um, Sorry. Anyways. No, it's fine. Um, I think it's difficult, but with anything, it just takes practice. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose yourself in these no. moments because I couldn't at first. I still struggle sometimes when I have too much going on, but I recommend doing this after you journal. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, because... That is when I have the best connection with myself. I've gotten out all of my feelings that are tough or that I'm working through at that moment. Mm -hmm. Things that I want to manifest, I've written out. You know, I'm more clear-headed. And then I sit and I breathe. And, you know, you just have to figure out what works for you. Do you like listening to binaural beats? Do you Mm -hmm. want to have a guided meditation? Um, What would help you get lost in the moment? Do you just need white or brown noise playing? Do you want to sit in the silence? I personally don't because I have a little bit of tinnitus, so I'm focusing on the ringing in my ear more than anything. Mm-hmm. So you just have to I figure would it out. have to have a guided. Yeah, I mean, Eckhart Tolle has guided meditations that you can watch on YouTube. Like, there's plenty of opportunities for you to figure out what works for you. It's literally just doing it, mm-hmm. as with anything. Um <laughs> But my favorite point that he made in this excerpt that I read, because this is in The Power of Now, he talks Mm -hmm. about the methods and stuff, is to learn how to use your mind instead of letting it use you. And that is hard. Yep. But it's possible. (laughs) Um, 
I takes think practice. Something I've talked to you about is what I learned in a neuroscience class where <clears throat> your brain, you create these almost grooves in your mind where mm-hmm. it's like driving home from work where you don't have to think about it. Um, so your mind automatically goes to negative if that's all you've been thinking. So you have to redirect Mm -hmm. and then immediately as soon as you start redirecting you start creating that groove where your mind starts going to the positive instead positive instead positive Mm -hmm. instead and then eventually your mind will start going there instead of to worst case scenario what's going on that's Mm -hmm. wrong etc so taking the practice to make sure your mind is a tool to you instead Mm -hmm. of your worst enemy i think it'd be good i'll try I think you've been doing that. I've been doing better. Yeah. Um, But I think Maisie helps a lot. Really. Like her presence. Her being present helps me be present. And like redirect all my thoughts. Because I'm like, is this really how I would want her to think about herself? Or just like... um, if she does something, like, if I'm having a really hard day and she's being clingy, whiny, like, she doesn't know. She's little. So you can't blame her because you had a bad day and that she's bothering you. Right. You know? You're her safety. Yeah. So, like, I think it helps. That has helped me move more towards the positive in that aspect. Um the thing we're going to talk about next week has now that I have figured it out is now tremendously helping. Like even Austin yesterday was just like, why can't you act like this all the time? Cause I was so, I was so happy. Like I felt carefree, yeah. kind of like a kid. I don't know. Well, it was just a lot. You figured it was, it was like a flip of a switch for mm-hmm. you. Because truly, like, um, you would call me every day on the dot when you left work. Um, and that stopped for months. Like, we don't talk on the phone anymore. We really haven't been talking that much. And I think it's really because we've both been struggling um, in a lot of ways. And as much as we didn't know what needed to happen, we were just scared to make mm-hmm. changes Um, and we felt recharged when we restarted the podcast because it was something new and exciting, but it was a band aid for the true issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it started to become honestly a struggle and a task to do this again because we weren't solving the problem. And so when you made this decision, um, to change your life and I made a decision to change my life and start a new job. Mm-hmm. Like we're starting on these great paths that ultimately lifted this veil that we had. Mm-hmm. It's literally like we're marrying a new life, you know, and it's exciting. But I could tell when you called me when you were getting off of work and we talked the whole way home, I could hear the difference in your voice. Mm-hmm. The fact that you even wanted to talk on the way home. I'm like, this is exactly what you needed. And you knew that. Yeah, because I don't talk to anybody. Immediately. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways. Being present. <laughs> let's get into these quotes. Um, okay. I kind of want to see if you have any, like, 
stories where you can see this applying into your life or just any comments you have in general because these are like really applicable things that he talks about. So this first one, um, your perception of the world is a reflection of your state of consciousness. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. And we talked about this earlier without me even, like, meaning to connect it to this. Mm -hmm. Because how much more positive are we about life when we're in a positive mindset? Oh, yeah. The bad things happening. Like, uh, we joke about this, even. When your belt loop gets caught on the door handle or some shit, it's only on the days where you're, like, at your breaking point. Yeah. But it's like, if that happened to you, the vase today breaking. If that was on a day where you were in a negative mindset... That would have been the brink. Yeah. To push you over it. It would have. And on top of that, uh, not even 30 minutes later, the dog shit in the house. So, you know, I really could have lost my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't. I just text, texted Austin. I was like, you won't fucking believe. The last hour. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ch- changing your perception of your life Yeah, is a absolute game changer and i'm telling i feel like also this goes along with like the manifestation stuff because i have been getting a lot of signs and i told austin after we had the conversation about the life-changing event that i can't talk about yet that we keep talking about (laughs) you just don't know the premise or the you know Mm -hmm. but i told him I was like, I'm telling you, I just have a feeling. And I was like, and I know he doesn't, like, he believes in manifesting, but he's not, like, where I am at with it. Um, He's probably just not, like, a huge fate person. Yeah. And I was like, I just have a feeling this is what needs to happen with our lives. Because when it does, then all of our blessings are going to come. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I just don't have a worry, yeah. which is good. I feel like that's how I should feel. Which perfectly rolls into the next quote. Yay. Um, <laughs> it said, surrender, the letting go of mental, emotional resistance to what is also becomes a portal into the unmanifested. Ooh. So basically surrendering your thoughts and your emotions Mm -hmm. about things allows you into this whole new world of everything that you've been manifesting Mm -hmm. starting to unfold. Yeah. Because I feel like some people think that the manifesting is just like, if I speak it, it's going to happen right then. (laughs) And that's not the case. (laughs) Mm -mm. Sometimes you have to put in legwork. I mean, yeah, and of course. And you have to make changes, too. Scary changes. Yeah. But it all goes back to most of the people that you see that get what they want out of life and their manifestations come true are taking care of themselves. They're being healthy. They put their present. And they also... Um, put their words into actions. I guess that's the best way. Like they honor what they say they're going to do for themselves. Yeah. 
Well, even for their manifestations, not just for themselves. But the positive people get what they want out of life. Like, because they see life for what it is, not what it should be. And they also release their expectations. Yeah. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge thing is to really release your expectations. Um, But that actually goes into the last quote I have. So we'll uh, (laughs) move on to this next one. It says, by giving your full attention to this moment, an intelligence far greater than the egoic mind enters your life. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And it does. Becoming more present with yourself allows you to tap into a side of your mind Mm -hmm. that is so much freer, more accepting, more happy, Mm -hmm. able to take you to heights you never thought possible. Yeah. Because you're not limiting yourself by your limiting beliefs, limiting thoughts, anxieties, Mm -hmm. because you're being present. Yeah, and just for... Like, even small examples, take um, a date night or when you're with a friend or anything else. Just imagine how many times, because I've been, I've done it, I'm guilty, but just imagine how many times you are with that person and you can't even enjoy your time with that person because all you're thinking about is, ew, I hate the way I look. I could be doing something else. I'm really stressed about something tomorrow, you know, and I kind of got that way with playing volleyball because especially on Tuesday nights, you never know really what time you're going to get because it's going to change every week. So like the first game, our very first game was at 1010 at night. And like the only thing I can Mm -hmm. think of was, I got anxious. I was like, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. I shouldn't even go because I have to be up at 5 a.m., you know, and I won't get home until midnight. And that's going to fuck me over and I'm going to be so tired. And that was all my excuses. But then I went. We played. It was great. Great weather, even for it being cold, a little cold and dark. Um. Went to work the next day. I was fine. You know, like I let my, you let your mind stop you mm-hmm. before you can even enjoy Yes. what's in front of you. And think what's about happen. how many times you've ruined a date night or a night with somebody or even in that situation because you have these expectations of how it's going to go. Yeah. Um, and you're holding on to that. Yeah. So like I did this a lot in my situationship because if I would have just been present in the moments I had with him, um, the dates that we went on, the things that he did and I accepted what he was doing mm-hmm. instead of in my mind being like, I wish you would have done this instead. Or I wish we would have done this instead. Or, you know, just being with him and like, I wonder if he's thinking about this or, you know, I should be doing this. Or Again, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow because it's so late. Yeah. You know, and I feel like we do this a lot on our birthdays, too. You expect your birthday to be this grand show every year. And I feel like every year something shitty happens to ruin my birthday because I put it up on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. This is like last year. 
I went out of town with friends. We were on the beach. We ended up going to this restaurant, couldn't get in. The wait was like an hour and a half. So we go to a different restaurant, literally looks like it was a shack with some picnic tables in front of it. We sit down at the only picnic table (laughs) available, $75 a plate for some seafood. I was like, fuck this. So we go back to our little VRBO and there's a pizza and ice cream shop right next to the place. Go there. They're out of fucking pizza. The pizza place is out of fucking pizza. I'm like, there's no fucking way this is happening right now. (laughs) So I just walked home and cried. And it's like, you know, if I would have just had the expectation it was a normal night and -hmm. just been like, fuck it, let's like eat some snacks and go to the bar. Instead, I ruined the whole night, went home. It's like 10 o'clock and I'm like, I just want to go to bed. We could have gone out. We could have done so many things. Mm-hmm. And the guy I was talking to actually door-dashed me some sushi, which was super sweet of him. Mm-hmm. But we ruin so many things by being like, it should have gone this way. Yeah. When if we would have released, yeah, it, it goes perfect. Or just time. like when you dread going somewhere, you're like, fuck, I don't want to go to this thing. And then you end up having the time of your life. Mm-hmm. Why exactly. do we do it to ourselves? <laughs> It's like, just show up and let life do its thing. Yeah. You know, control what you can control. And you can't control a mass amount of things, which sounds scary at first, but it's Mm -hmm. extremely freeing when you really think about it because it's like, you can't control it. So just exist in the moment. Yeah. Grow with the flow. Mm Mm-hmm. Get that tatted. Oh, yeah. Um... So the next quote is, the primary cause for unhappiness is never the situation, but your thoughts about it. Fuck off. (laughs) Damn, Eckert. (laughs) But that ties into what we were saying, too. I know. It's literally the thoughts that you hold about things. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we we touched on this in the last one. Yeah. Yeah, It's true. Well, I this made me think of um, a video I saw with Selma Hayek in it the other day, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "Oh yes, how much that. we give people's words meaning." So if she were to cuss me out in her native language, and she's just yelling at me, I'm not understanding any of the words she's saying. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You're probably laughing at me because I'm so animated and angry," mm-hmm. and. If I were to say it to you in your language, you'd be really hurt because we give all of the words meaning. Mm -hmm. We do this all the time, though. We give words meaning, situations meaning, all these feelings meaning that don't need to be delved into. No. You know? And we do pick and choose when a situation matters or when we're going to be upset about something or Mm -hmm. when... You know, we're kind of hypocritical about things. Yeah. So and I actually listened to the Vile Files. You did? I did. Because it was about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So mm-hmm. they were talking about it. But he said... Just another episode of us talking about <laughs> Nick. <laughs> he said... Um, oh my gosh, what the fuck were we just talking about? Johnny Depp. It. On the vile no, what did you say before that? Oh, the primary cause for unhappiness is never the situation, but your thoughts about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Am I okay? I don't know. Maybe you're too focused on us getting these coney dogs after. 
Okay. No, so- I really had it. It was a good thought. Okay, so I was talking uh-huh. about how we give yes. things meaning. Like yes. We're the reason why situations hurt. Yes. Okay. I already lost it. Move on. All right. <laughs> It'll come back to me in like an hour. that thought. Sorry for cutting you off. Damn. <laughs> I was just shouting my mans out, and then I just erased. It was like the men in black <laughs> pen. I, I just went, did. <laughs> um, Damn, it was a good one, too. Just keep going. I'll, I'll think about it. Listen to the vowel files for real, y'all. Like, he we'll come back. is amazing. But anyways, last quote I have. Sometimes letting go is an act of far greater power than defending or hanging on. Yes. Yes. Um, that ties into a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as the control. Mm-hmm. Or a relationship or anything else where you're like, I really need to hold on to this because I want to make it work. I've worked so hard for this. I don't want to stop now. Yeah. That kind of mentality. Yeah. And that. Like with school and now I'm in debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it happens in almost any aspect of our life. Um, but this reminded me of a conversation I had this week uh, with a friend and she is in a situationship. Uh, they've been messing around for well over a year at this point, and it's just not moving anywhere, mm-hmm. and she knows that it's for the better if she moves on. Um, and she's like, but I know that if I cut it off and he agrees, I'm going to be really hurt. And I'm like, okay, well, that's your ego, first mm-hmm. of all. Um you need to make the decision for what's best for you in the present. Yeah. And he, if nothing changes, this is how he is. And you deserve more than that. Um, and well, also, I can tell you a year from then, when she does leave it, his feelings about it won't matter. It won't. I mean, you know even I mean? six months from then. Yeah. You just, when you make that decision to move forward, you need to fully move forward. And um, I was telling her that the trick to working around your ego is reframing what you want in the end. Mm -hmm. What she wants in the end right now is him. So of course her ego is going to be hurt if he's like, yeah, you're right. We should cut this off. But in reality, I'm telling her, I'm like, your end game is for you to be happy. You need to reframe this in your mind as like, I need to do what's going to make me the happiest. And this is not it. Mm -hmm. And when he agrees, you just let him agree and let it go. Because you ultimately are moving towards what you need and you're satisfying your ego at the same time because, you know, it's almost like you're hurting them before they hurt you. Mm -hmm. And how much fucking worse (laughs) does it hurt when you stick around for somebody who you know you need to leave Mm -hmm. and they leave you first? Yeah. Because that's exactly what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes it so much more difficult to move past because you feel stupid yeah but you shouldn't though i know you shouldn't feel stupid because yes one you should have left sooner but two ultimately they did what you couldn't and it's and you should be grateful (laughs) and ultimately it's probably the the universe that orchestrated that where it's like okay bitch i gave you the opportunity to leave this yeah but now i'm taking it yeah um and then that just made me think of Nick again because he's talking about how 
when he couldn't commit to his girlfriend and she was like, okay, that's fine, but I want a relationship. So now I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, wait, no. Mm -hmm. And it took him time to come around to it. But ultimately when you make a choice that is for the better of you and you let go, you make room for the new things to enter. Mm -hmm. Perhaps a better person to take their place or for them to act right. Yeah. Or also with like going back to like the expectations with like just friendships and relationships in general. I feel like as a society, we could get away from wanting to outshine everybody and like, oh, well, I'm this age. He should be, we should be married. He should propose to me. And I get it to a sense of if you're together for a long ass fucking time, find out what's holding him back mm-hmm. or her and then work on that problem. But ultimately you shouldn't have that expectation on somebody to be like, well, everybody else our age is engaged. Yeah. It's not fair. It gives a fuck. Yeah. Timelines I mean, are all made up. It is. And which I feel like contradicts the manifesting Kind of, um, because it's like you don't want to put the expectation out, even though if you're manifesting, you kind of are, but it's more of this is what I want, just bring it to me when you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, I wanted them to come by our house. Like, we live on this property that's being renovated, so, um, but. I had the expectation. I was like, they're going to call us in the spring, you know? And I was just so excited when we got that letter in the mail for the town hall meeting. They're not buying our house yet. We're in phase one right now of like two phases. So then the universe was like, I'm going to show you, bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't set a date for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... And then you also have to think, you have not been vibrating on a high frequency. I haven't. And this is not to shit on you because, I mean, neither have I. No, but but the thing is, you will never receive your manifestations when you're in a low spot. Mm -hmm. You have to be in a place of, okay, this is what it is before they start rolling in. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you get lucky and you get a little little something, Mm -hmm. Um, but you never get your full on manifestation without doing some sort of work, um, changing your mindset, raising your vibration, Mm -hmm. um, accepting that whatever is yours is not going to miss you is massive. And it also is freeing as fuck because you're like, well, this sucks that this happened, but whatever, it's not supposed to be for me then, or it will be in a little bit. Just the same as, like, I'm sure that when I got my job offer, Mm -hmm. it was kind of a thing for you where you're like, damn, when is this going to happen for me? Like, Mm -hmm. it's good for me, but you've been looking, and it just happened for Mm me. Because I was taking a catering delivery, and I went in, got pulled into the executive VP's office, got a next-day interview, got the job. Literally, it was like, boom, boom, boom. It was, I, moved how it was supposed to happen. Yes. And I didn't even look for a job. I was not 
scouting, nothing. Mm -mm. And I had been wanting to move forward, but I just didn't know how. And then it's like, I've been seeing the angel numbers. I've been manifesting a opportunity for myself. I've been raising my vibrations, taking care of myself. And then all of a sudden it just happened. And then I feel like as soon as you started being present and trying to be more like Mm -hmm. in tune with you, boom, you made a move that was crucial for you Mm -hmm. and you saw instant results where the universe was like, this is what I've been trying to get you to do. (laughs) Like I've been wanting you to like, I've been begging you, Mm -hmm. like give me all of these nudges in your mind to do this. And then you get rewarded. But it was all about the timing. You had to release and allow the universe to orchestrate. Because you're mm-hmm. like, how will this ever work? Boom. Yeah. Don't question it. Never question it. No, don't question it. And it, it might be because something better is happening. Mm-hmm. But like, allow it. And this is not to say to be, don't be impulsive. Like still think about it. Make sure your ducks are in a row. Yes. Yes. This is not just a... Yeah. Because you definitely I'm had to leaving think today. Too. You yeah. know, it works for some people. And that might have been their way to open the door. We're like, all right. You know, that girl... Have you seen that girl on TikTok? Where she just packed her bags and moved to Scotland? Yes. I wish I could be that impulsive. But I can't. She's like, got a one-way ticket to Scotland and I ain't fucking coming back. And she's thriving. And I believe that if, you know. if we did that today, we would probably do the same thing. It's literally about being in the mindset to mm-hmm. accept whatever's going to happen when you get to Scotland's going to happen. Yeah. It's like the people that go to L.A. with nothing and you're going to literally one of the highest cost of living places yeah. and just saying I'll and figure they make it, it out. Work. And then they fucking do. And it's putting yourself in positions to be successful <sighs> It's crazy. It is. But you have to start believing in yourself mm-hmm. and believing that the universe knows better. Yeah. Or God, whatever you believe in. And don't listen to the people that are trying to bring you down. The naysayers. Yes. Take it. Take their words. Into consideration. Yes. Light consideration. Unless they're being totally rude and we're like, you'll never fucking make it. Don't listen to those people because they're fucking jealous. But the ones that are just, you know, being the devil's advocate, per se, you know. I feel like parents are the worst with this (sighs) um, because they just are. Mm -hmm. They want what's best for you ultimately. Yeah. But a lot of the times they end up just saying things where you're like. What the fuck? Please just shut the fuck up. Because (laughs) I find, especially with moms. They say the dumbest thing possible to you yes. because it's like, um, for example, you are going to get a new job and it's less money or something. And your mom's like, well, make sure you're going to pay your bills. No fucking shit, mom. <laughs> like, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, you just, think I'm just going to starve? Yeah. No, I was thinking that me and my dog, we're just going to start living on the streets. Um, we'll figure yeah. it out, though. Live in the car. It's like huh? you... Just let them talk. Just let people talk. Because I feel like nowadays we have more silent haters than people who are actually telling you to your face that you won't make it. Mm -hmm. Um, We've struggled a bit with this, I feel like, because 
you have people that you thought were going to be your number one supporters not showing up for you. And it's okay because guess what? One day when you get what you're working for, Mm -hmm. you gain traction in whatever it is that you're doing, those people are going to be supporting you like they support Rihanna's pregnancy Mm -hmm. and any other celebrity doing anything that they do. Kardashians. It's crazy to see it, but at the same time, everybody starts somewhere and you have got to make the decisions that are best for you. Um, Even when everybody is saying opposite because only you know what's best for you. And when you have that gut feeling, it's not even a, I have to do this. Oftentimes when you're like, this needs to happen now, I have to do this. It's not the right time. No. Because you, when you know in your core, you will feel this peace when you're making the decision. Yep. And we'll speak more on that next week. We will. It's a perfect wrap-up point. <laughs> we are so glad that you guys stuck with us. If you're still listening... You better be. Yeah. It's and only an hour of your time. We have um, <laughs> an exciting giveaway coming up. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for that. Also, still going to put out merch at 500 followers on Instagram. We're almost to 200 exciting we've grown like double in the past month yeah so um we'll keep on trucking and we will post some details about the giveaway soon don't Um, forget to like share rate and dm us for questions please dm us we love this we love hearing from you guys we do um but yeah we will talk to you all next week yeah have a good one try to stay present week and let us know if you implement anything or have some good tips for staying present. Um, and we'll share them on next week's episode. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.